We're very thankful to be joined on short notice by a retired lieutenant colonel from the United States Army, Mr. Alan Gerstenslager. Alan, thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you for having me, Will. Some folks may remember Alan. His uh, voice was on this radio station as a member of Edward Jones Investments, and you at one time lived not far from the radio station. And so uh, good to catch up with you, my friend. Yeah, good talking to you too, Will. So I wanted to bring you on because I respect your experience and perspective on world events whenever the military is involved and talk about this uh, situation that's unfolding in Israel. Before we get to that, though, let's just let you introduce yourself a little bit. Could you um, give me the elevator speech on, you know, your time in the military, where you began and where you ended up when you retired? Well, I started in uh, 1984 uh, while attending SIU and received my commission through the ROTC program there. I served uh, multiple tours around the world uh, between the 101st Airborne Division, 25th Infantry Division, 8th Army in Korea, serving in uh, Europe, Middle East, uh, the Pacific Rim, uh, Korea specifically and uh, throughout the United States. And then I was an assistant professor at the Command General Staff College at Fort Leavenworth, Kansas, where uh, I eventually retired at uh, U.S. Transcom at Scott Air Force Base in uh, 2006. You mentioned you spent some time in the Middle East. Uh, specifically, where was your time spent? Well, my combat tours was during uh, Operation Desert Shield, Desert Storm, uh, during the last conflict over there, I was in the Pacific for most of that time until my retirement. So anybody that's been involved with the military over the last 50 years has had to have had some experience studying the subject of, you know, the conflict that is never ending between Israel and Palestine. And we get sort of numb, I think, to it because it um, has been going on for so long. There seems to be you know, daily, if not weekly, reports of some sort of rocket attack. But this, uh, what has unfolded over the weekend, it's different, isn't it? I think it's a lot different. Um, you know, we've had, for the last 50 years, uh, you know, we've seen these events happen. Strikes happen here. Uh, rockets shot into Israel from the Gaza Strip. Uh, influence, it looks like things are going to happen, and then they kind of uh, die down. But this is different. This is the first declared war since 1973 during the Yom Kippur War, um, where, uh, you know, it, it, it's full-on war. And uh, I think where that goes is going to be, uh, you know, time will tell. But the violence that's taken place over the last four or five days has been... Uh, yeah, pretty pretty steep. I think the comment they made was uh, the strike was their nine eleven, and it was it was pretty uh, pretty drastic. Uh, I think you know some of the aspects, not only using rockets, but also uh, you know ground forces and to some extent special operations forces using tactics coming into Israel, uh, taking hostages, using. Uh, hostages and rape and other crimes against civilian populace as a means of war has uh, really taken it to another level. And uh, I think a lot of us don't understand what the, the, the cloud that Israel lives under 
having to deal with this all the time. And I think when you throw in the, the aspects of, you know, words coming out that Iran was involved with this uh, action, uh, maybe not even just supplying weapons, but also involved in the planning, uh, takes it to another level. And I, I can't think that there's not uh, some type of involvement between uh, Iran and Russia, uh, if not, uh, you know, direct uh, use of weapons or passing weapons, but passing intelligence and, uh, you know, taking some of the focus off of what's going on in Ukraine to take the heat off the Russians. Uh, it's a it's it's a bad situation. I really my prayers have to go out for all the the people in Israel and and the innocent civilians in uh, in Palestine that are that are suffering due to this. Yeah, you you know you have civilians attending a music festival that are just you know brutally murdered. Um, you know, with with no warning whatsoever and uh, you know the initial death toll i think 700 people in that wave of violence the response has been unilaterally on both sides of the aisle uh condemnation it's not often that you see mike boston bernie sanders both essentially uh, having this same thing to say in in response to something and israel of course is one of our closest allies um you know we've heard talk about well you know what if poland gets attacked by russia then the u.s would have to get involved more militarily um because ukraine isn't a direct ally through the various treaties and whatnot but israel certainly is and so uh alan from your experience what involvement do you expect the u.s to have directly here well i would say uh it was probably ongoing even before but uh coordination for command control communications uh intelligence uh providing intelligence to the israeli defense force uh i i notice they've uh, repositioned a aircraft carrier group the uh, ford uh to a, another place in the region to better assist if needed um Israel has a pretty strong military, uh, and they have an, an incredibly strong intelligence gathering uh, mechanism in place. I, uh, when I taught at the Command General Staff College, I was there during uh, when 9-11 happened, had an Israeli major that was in my class, and uh, as we watched the towers uh, be attacked unfold on TV, he knew exactly who it was, where it was coming from. And uh, he was telling everybody about, uh, um, you know, the actors in that in the uh, enemy forces and who they were and and what their roles were and what they controlled. And it was pretty amazing, you know. So uh, I'm not sure what they're going to need from us or what we're going to be willing to provide. But it is good to see that there's only some really extreme outliers uh, uh, not standing behind Israel on this as far as our politicians in this country. Yeah, there were some uh, protests, if you want to call them that, in support of Palestine in New York City, I saw. But um, Chuck Schumer and others, you know, quick to condemn those. I um, watched some videos this morning of the Iron Dome defense system. You talked about the Israeli intelligence. It's all been very strong over the years. I remember when Ban Ki-moon, the Secretary General of the United Nations, came to Carbondale several years ago 
and I was part of the welcoming committee for uh, him and his arrival, and um, all of his security services were Israelis. It um, stood out to me as something that gave them some credence as being particularly cutting edge in that area. But despite all of that, seems to be some reporting that this must have been some sort of failure of Israeli intelligence for this type of thing to happen. Um, I don't know who gets to make that sort of judgment. Well, I think it's, uh, yeah, that, that's that's a good one. And it's easy to play uh, uh, Monday morning quarterback, I guess you call it. But, you know, they have, you know, they, when you have constant barragements of threats, uh, something's going to happen sooner or later. Something will slip through. It's not a hundred percent, and and I think that's to me that's what's happened. Um, were there a lapse in there somewhere, possibly? But uh, and, and you know, good chance there was. But you know, it's hard to it's hard to tell. You know, you got to put the blame on the enemy, uh, not on yourself. And and how they respond now is what's critical to that. Alan Gerstenslager, retired lieutenant colonel from the U.S. Army, with us today. Uh, Alan, as this is, you know, fairly new news and we uh, continue to cover it, we appreciate you joining us as you were watching this coverage. Is there something that comes to your mind that maybe I wouldn't notice specifically ask about? Well, I, I just think it's not isolated. I, I, In my opinion, which isn't worth much, I'm just watching the same reports everyone else is seeing. Uh, it's it's uh, I can't help but think there's not a linkage between uh, this action, uh, uh, this action, Iran and uh, Russia and, and this, everything else that's going on in the world right now. Alan, we thank you so much for your time. We hope you have a great day. Yeah, Will, you take care. Nice talking to you.